Cut the Crest presents The Screening Room Okay, so we're back in the screening room and uh, today I am joined um, by a chap who's been very kind to me over the past few years. He's uh, incredibly knowledgeable about Star Wars. It's James Burns of Jedi News. Hello, Hello how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you doing? All good, all good. I'm trying to deal with this heat. Yeah, yeah, finally. It's so, it's so British, isn't it? Like, we, we hate it when it's cold and we moan about it. And then when the warmth comes, we're just like, no, it's too much, too much. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, no, it's been great, actually, so far. Touch wood, though. I hope we haven't jinxed it. Hope not. Hope not. Yeah. So, James, um, okay, we're, today's uh, episode, I guess, um, we're, we're going to talk all about Star Wars. Uh, I know it's been a couple of months um, since Celebration, but and you were there. I was not. Um, so if I can ask you to cast your mind back, let's, let's chat a little bit about Celebration. Like, I want to I wanna feel as though I was at, there through your words. You know, I'm going to live vicariously through you, as I did actually at the time through everybody else. Okay. So um, Celebration. So yeah, it? Uh, it, it was it was a great show. It was it took place in Chicago, yeah. And it was the first time that it ever been in Chicago, and that was obviously a new experience. And it's quite a big venue, so it's right. quite spread out. Okay. Which was you know has its plus points and also has its neg- negative points as well. Yeah. Um, but a huge huge hall area, and right in the middle of the hall area, you've got the Star Wars show. Okay. Which, which was incredible. And um, they were broadcasting most of the days. This was a five-day show. This is the first ever, well, the first five-day show that I've been to. Okay. To celebration. And uh, on the first day, the Thursday, there wasn't really a lot of content because it was all about walking around the show floor, seeing right. all the vendors that were there, getting your yeah. collectibles, meeting yeah. people, and just having some fun. Yeah, okay. So just in case um, people aren't aware, like say if you're a total newbie, you don't really know what... Um, the Star Wars show is. It's a, it's a short, uh, remind me, is it weekly? It's it is a weekly, weekly show. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out on Wednesday night, around about eight to ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, so it comes straight out of, um, is it coming out of Marion County, right? They, they film it in California. Yeah, it's coming a... out of San Francisco, straight out of yeah. Lucasfilm's head office. Nice. And yeah. uh, it's fronted by a couple of great people, Andy and Peter, and um, they do a great job putting putting the show out and they cover all the latest Star Wars news and over the last few celebrations they've been uh, at the show interviewing the guests as they've come out from the trailers or from whatever's going on yeah. and they pull in all of the uh, guests that are in uh, that are autographing and they just have chats and they reveal new products and it's really good you know especially for those yeah. people that don't get to go to some of the big panels yeah those are you know notoriously difficult to get into right they show those panels on on the big screens around the around the hall area, and then straight after those panels, they bring the guests out and they talk to those guests and they delve deeper into yeah. what's just been announced or released. Right, nice, yeah. So, uh, strongly recommend you guys um, check it out. Actually, even Adi and uh, Karen Uncle have been on it. So, um, around Rogue One time, yep. but yeah, it's a re- it's a really good um, fast paced show, and actually, uh, it's hilarious. 
I mean, the hosts, uh, Andy Gutierrez, and uh, what's the other chap's name, Peter? What's the other guy's name? I forget the other host's name. Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, they are very funny, man. They've got great chemistry. So uh, just check it out just for that alone, even if you're not into Star Wars, man. Just, uh, just uh, yeah, check them out. Um, yeah, cool. Okay, so you, sorry, you were talking about uh, the hall and basically just how vast it is, the fact that it, it's the first time they've done a, a five-day show. But that first day... So the, the, was there nothing really happening in terms of like panels and talks and stuff? It was kind of low key, was it? It was, which was which was really good because it yeah. gave you a chance just to you know sort of relax into things. Yeah, uh, which I think is you know a positive thing to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, so that was a great day. We could catch up and buy stuff and meet people, um, and that sort of got you ready for what the next day was and what we were uh, about to uh, experience. And there was okay. a lot a lot of stuff okay so talk, talk us through was the next day was the next day the trailer drop uh anthony carboni oh right okay sorry the, that was the, fucking me. <laughs> that's okay the other the the other presenter, the other presenter um, yeah. yeah yeah very funny dude um yeah, yeah so was, was the second day which is the friday was that the trailer drop i'm trying to remember yes, no it was, was, yeah. was it yeah um it's, it's all a bit of but yeah friday i'm sure was the trailer drop saturday was mandalorian Yep. Sunday was um, Galaxy's Edge, or yep. it could be the other way around, and Monday was the Phantom Menace. Right. Oh, the Phantom Menace panel. Yeah. And actually, I think that's on. I think that's on YouTube, right? A lot of this stuff you right, can now see. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, cool. Okay. So, all right. Talk us through Friday because that's the yeah, that's a big one, right? Yeah. So Friday, obviously, everybody was very, very anxious. We all expected to see a trailer. Uh, we all knew that the cast were going to be there. Uh, a lot of anticipation. The security was incredibly tight getting into the Wintrust Arena, which is the main arena where you, uh, if you're lucky enough to win tickets in the lottery to go and view or yeah. to attend the panel. Yeah. And for the first time ever with this year, um, to gain entry to any of these four major panels, what you had to do was you went into a lottery. Yeah. And um, if you won the lottery, then you got tickets. And if you didn't win the lottery, unfortunately, you may have got a ticket to watch it on another stage. Okay. Failing that, you could go into the main hall and watch it on the big screens in the main hall. Right. So when you say the other stage, what? So that, is that another um, room, just for, but with a screen, right? Yeah. So basically, the main stage is called the Galaxy Stage, and that's where yeah. most of the things happen. And then yeah. there's behind the scenes stage. Um, so what they do for these big panels is that they have like an overflow. So. Yeah. For those that aren't lucky enough to get into the main stage, they can go to one of the other stages potentially and watch it there. Right. Okay. 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 So there are opportunities to be able to see it. Just you know, um, if you don't get to go into the main stage, basically. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because yeah, when I first read about this lottery system, because um, it's, it's the first time they've ever done that. Is it? Do you think they did that just to be able to control the crowds? Was like the the turnout to this particular event just massive compared to others? Because they're usually pretty big. I've been to both um, both uh, celebrations that have happened in London, and yep. they're rammed. Yeah, I think we were 5,000 uh, attendees down on the previous show. So that's still not terrible, though. Um, what, in England? People, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Oh, Jesus, okay. Which is a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All there for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's the thing about celebration that i love is that it is that one franchise like you could probably just 
you could literally just have a conversation with absolutely anybody in there and you know you'll be able to sustain it. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you're there for a shared, a shared love of something. Yeah. You know, it's not like one person's there for MCU, somebody else is there for Doctor Who or whatever. You know everybody's there for Star Wars. Yeah. Okay, so Saturday, I'm picturing this. So you, 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 did you need to enter the lottery or did you go in on a press pass or something? Was, How does that work? So normally the press passes don't get you into all of these panels automatically. Um, right. but, I, but I was fortunate enough to be given tickets to, uh, to get in this, to all the panels that I wanted to. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Nice. So nice. Congratulations on that. Thank um, you. <laughs> all right. Talk me through it, man. Cause, uh, I, I don't know. I, don't, I can only imagine what the energy in that room and in case people again are wondering what the hell we're talking about. So Friday, when I say trailer drop, I'm talking about Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. And we didn't know the name at that point, so no. we just knew it is Episode Nine. We yeah. didn't know any other details. Yeah. And then we get JJ and we get Kathleen Kennedy coming out. Yeah. And they talk about the film and what's coming. And we had a very very special host. We had Stephen Colbert. Oh really? Yeah. Why? How did I miss that? No. Yeah. Of course. I think I saw that. Yeah, I'm sure I saw that. Oh, Jesus. It's a bit, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Tell me, James. I mean, I guess when you hear that there's going to be an episode nine panel, you know that they're going to play the trailer, right? I mean, it's a fair <laughs> bet. Yeah. yeah. But what were your expectations going in? What did you think you were going to see? Or maybe actually, you know, maybe we would have just got a sizzle reel. I don't know, because we didn't see anything like that, did we? No, we didn't. But we've got San Diego Comic Con mm. this month. And yeah. we've also got D23 next month. So I'm sure we're going to get some more content. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it'll be a trailer. I think we'll get some behind-the-scenes stuff. Okay. Probably at D23 rather than San Diego. Yeah. But, okay. But anyway, so we're watching this. We're hoping that we're going to get a trailer. We're hoping we're going to get a title reveal. Um, yeah. And then obviously meet the cast. And, you know, yeah. most of the cast came out. And you can see the camaraderie with the cast and yeah. how they all get on with one another which was and always has been pretty special with star wars yeah and it's really nice to see and you know this because you've been to some of the parties and you've seen how people yeah. um interact yeah. with one another and it yeah. is like one huge family it really yeah, is. yeah yeah without a doubt yeah so there's definitely that going on on stage and everyone's joking with each other and um it's getting towards the end of the panel and you know jj's you know sort of dropping hints you know do you want to see something do you not bothered <laughs> and going pretty wild at that point. And I don't okay. believe that the cast had actually seen anything at this point either. Okay, right. So um, he said, you know, we're going to show you the trailer or yeah. a teaser trailer. And he hadn't revealed the title at that point. Okay. Um, so the teaser trailer starts and the title comes up on the screen and everybody erupts. Okay. The trailer plays. The trailer plays out and wait so not sorry um to jump in so the title you mean the lucasfilm uh vanity card comes up right not the title of the film well no so lucasfilm vanity card comes up then we star wars and then star wars separates and then we see the title come out yeah um then we watch the trailer and for those i'm sure hopefully people that are 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 listening have seen the trailer the end of the trailer you hear a very very familiar laugh Mm. yeah yeah. And, uh, on stage, this figure walks out. 
Yeah. And um, it happens to be Ian McDermott. And um, he he waits till everyone's sort of calmed down just just a little. Yeah. Um, and then he says, roll it again. In the Emperor's voice. Yes. Oh, right. my God. When I saw and heard that, I, uh, I think I must have passed out. I think I blacked out for three months and now I've woken up and I'm fresh <laughs> to talk about it. Well, it's, it's, for, for a split second, I wasn't sure whether it was Hamill or whether yeah. it was Ian because I'm sitting quite far away and yeah. all the lights are, are, are dim because we've just watched the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a split second, I think, for a lot of people to realize exactly who it was because he didn't open, he didn't open his mouth for a while. Yeah, okay, and right, right. The minute he started speaking, we all knew, all knew exactly who he was. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to watch the trailer again for the second time. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so what were your... I mean, that, that's serious showmanship. I mean, the theatrics oh, of it is just fantastic. Um, and he must... Uh, Ian McDiarmid, I've, I've, I've not met him yet, but he must have been so at home, um, He's the given his history stuff. with the stage and stuff. Yeah, you've, you've met him a few times, obviously. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a great guy. Very, very down to earth. Yeah. So, okay, you've seen the trailer. Um, well, actually, while you're watching the trailer, I don't know, I know I'm asking a lot here, asking you to sort of go back and try and remember, but you know what they say, like we, we tend to, our memories seem to be uh, fueled more by feeling as opposed to, you know, explicitly remembering actual events or, you know, things uh, per se. You almost always remember how you felt in any given moment. How can you remember how you felt during the trailer as each uh, as each scene was being played out? Infused, yeah, excited, um, questioning. Yeah, you know, questioning what we're seeing, whether it's you know exactly what's going on. Um, yeah. I was curious in terms of the Carrie Fisher footage yeah, um, and sort of just excited and exhilarated about, about the whole thing because, and also, also maybe a little bit upsets the wrong word, but mm-hmm. knowing this is the last film in the Skywalker saga, something yeah. that, you know, we've lived with for 42 years yeah, is a big deal. Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, the moment when we saw that first footage from The Force Awakens and we got the uh, the Chewie I'm Home moment, yeah. I don't think anything will ever top that in terms of in terms of the sequel trilogy. Yeah. In terms of moments, because that was just an incredible, incredible moment. Yeah. You know, just knowing that this is the last Skywalker film. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited and so pumped to see it. Yeah. And dare I say, I know, I know there are a lot of people that didn't like the Last Jedi. Yeah, uh, I'm not one of them. I actually really enjoyed the film, and I, I genuinely felt that some of those characters had to go on that that journey to move the film f- f- further forward. Yeah. Um. So I'm ready for this, and I, you know, I, I genuinely want to see how this nine film arc is going to play out. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting when JJ says that this is going to um, close out the whole thing. You know, it's going to tie all of it together you know i suppose because going into seven there was a bit of uh it definitely felt like they were kind of side uh, uh shunning the, the the prequels to the side a little bit and sort of saying now we're going back to uh 
you know the the old methods and techniques and uh, style of storytelling, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure. Well, no, I, I do know it pains some people and stuff. And yeah, we've got a little bit of. Uh, uh, well, I won't say you know they dropped a little reference again um, to Sidious and stuff in the Last Jedi, but I yep. really do hope. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much of that element of the story they bring into into this because if he's saying he's tying up all nine films or the previous eight yeah that's a lot of work right that's this film's got a lot of heavy lifting to do i agree agreed um there's a lot of loose ends and there's a lot of questions that fans want to have answered and i don't know whether that can be done in you know 120 minutes 130 minutes yeah yeah It'll be interesting. It'll, yeah, it will definitely. I'm quite excited to see the pace of this film. You know, it's a yeah. bit like, um, uh, you know, it's a bit like uh, Revenge of the Sith in that certainly in that last act where the pace just picks up. You know, it's fast, fast, fast in the first act. Then it kind of slows down in the second, and then as soon as you hit that third act, yeah, it's just non-stop. You know, all these different things are happening. There's all these beats that they got to hit, um, and story uh, story beats that they got to hit. And I wonder if I wonder if we're going to see something a little similar here. Because even Return of the Jedi felt a bit like that, it, right? It did, it did. I mean, the third act of Jedi is very, very similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking of some of the other big franchises. I think yeah. even the third indie film felt a little bit like that as well. Yeah. Trying to tie things up. Yeah. Um, it, look, it's going to be an interesting... Look, I don't think we're going to get all of our questions answered. I think that okay. they'll, they'll, they'll save some of that for books and... Mm. other media i think yeah um but i'm hoping all the all the big questions will get answered yeah yeah i mean that makes that makes absolute sense doesn't it i mean from a business standpoint you don't want to just uh blow all your what's the the expression you know just yeah yeah anyway yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so um you're watching the film uh the, the the trailer for the second time uh, did, was there anything that you noticed the second time round? Like, let's talk specifically about the trailer. Yeah, let's go into um, the trailer itself. Well, there. I mean, there are so many beats. I think the the opening stuff with Ray running, yeah, um, and running towards her enemy was 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 very very clever, um, and I really liked that. Obviously, lots of questions: what planet are we on? Yeah. What's going on? Is that Kylo Ren in the ship? Um, yeah. I mean, we're all assuming it is. Um, hasn't she come on on a long way in a year? Because we now know that the time span is probably a year or after the last film. So there's all of that going on. Um, then I, I, you know, the the relationship between Carrie or between Princess Leia and yeah. Ray. Um, there's obviously something major that's happened there, some form of loss, I'm guessing, because they yeah. look pretty upset. Um, yeah. So there's that. There's just, you know, there were, there were lots of bits. I saw bits of what I thought looked very, very familiar to the skiff from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that, that shot is, like, so high energy, right? And, yep. But it looks... You really do get that sense that they're on a physical, practical thing that's being yep. shoved around everywhere, and there's a real sense of urgency. But I'll tell you what, what got me was that, like you were saying with the opening shot, right, of uh, Ray and she's standing out in those uh, dunes, and then starts, you know, ignites a lightsaber, starts running away from whatever it is before she kind of almost seemingly plows herself into it. But that pan, that camera pan, was just like 
superb. It was breathtaking. Like that was enough for me. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm bored. Yeah. You know, that that's yeah. Just take all my money. Here we go. I'm just hoping that the uh, the the shot ends up in the film because obviously we know yeah. from from previous experience that some of these shots don't end up in the final. Uh, yeah. Cut, yeah. True. Or you get like an alternate um, version of it or something. And yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, let's see. What else was there in that trailer? That okay. So what really stood out to you then? What really jumped out? Well, I, I think it raised a lot of questions about the Death Star. Yeah. Did the Death Star disintegrate? Did it not disintegrate? Um, what is that huge? Um, uh, you know, what what is that on yeah. the planet? What planet are we on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, like, see, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't click at all uh, that that was a Death Star. I right. Don't, I, with me, anyway. Uh, and even now, I sort of look at it, and it, it's clearly, you know, something that was once spherical. Yeah, I mean, it uh, might was. Really? Yeah, like people are saying that you can see the dish, and I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm struggling. Maybe my eyes are. Maybe I need to revisit. But it's yeah. like, how do we know that's the Death Star? It would be very cool if it is. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm, a lot of times these sort of trailers they raise more questions than mm. than answers. And yeah. I think Disney did it exceptionally well with the Avengers trailers for yeah. this film. In the in the all the footage that we saw was from the first twenty minutes of the film. Yeah, genius. And, Again, we don't know whether that's the same for this. This could just be from the first 15, 20 minutes of the film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, and that's the beauty of like trailer design these days, right? It's so, uh, it's just so clever. It's their little, their beautiful little pieces on their own. Do you know what I mean? Some of them are like their own little short film almost. And and it's funny because I think that um, all the talk over the last year, 18 months about the Oscars and about bringing in awards for, Popular. Uh, popular film and stuff yeah. I genuinely feel that there should be an award for trailer because yeah. much work goes into a trailer interesting um, and no one's talked about that and I, mm. I personally feel that having a best trailer award would actually answer the critics in terms of the popular film because yeah. there's there's quite a lot of synergy there but I think putting trailers together is is, is sometimes harder than putting a film together yeah, and do you know what? As, as somebody who's had to put the odd trailer together here and there, I, I'm going to agree because one of the big issues that you're faced with when you're trying to cut a trailer is how much of this do you actually give away? Yep. Um, because if you don't give enough, it can become frustrating. If you give away too much, as used to be the case, at least in Hollywood trailers, right, like during the 80s and stuff, yep. um, you might lose bums on seats because the entire freaking plot of the film is given away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree, man. But it's it's a really delicate thing that you have to try and do. Um, and I know personally, like the trailers that I've done, I've not got it right at all because they just end up becoming too vague and ambiguous and you know i suppose star wars is a little bit different in that because they've already got this foundation of the characters and stuff so when you see ray you kind of know you well you know exactly who that is you just need to try and work out the situation that she's in or where she's come from or where she's going um and i think it becomes a bit more complicated when you're talking about characters that nobody's familiar with but you're right though i mean do you give away too much do you give away too little uh I don't know, like the Endgame trailers, you know, digitally removing characters mm-hmm. from scenes. I'd not, I'd never really heard of that before. 
And there's talk of that potentially having been done here, right? Yep. In the in the Skywalker stuff. Like, so I'm I'm just going to jump uh, around a little bit, but like for example, the Vanity Fair um, Annie Leibovitz shot of uh, Kylo Ren and Ray seemingly dueling on that yes. Death Star bit, right? Now, some people uh, I've read online are saying that a character has been removed from that because they look kind of they look a little disconnected perhaps mm-hmm. now what do you what do you what do you make of that well look she's done it before mm. um she's known for playing around with her pictures and you know there's been a lot of controversy or discussion about the picture with r2 and luke um that she took yeah. as well so yeah but that's she's she's trying to capture a moment yeah and she knows what she's trying to achieve um and she knows the context that she's trying to tell that picture and yeah. he's trying to evoke um a particular moment yeah we don't we're not necessarily privy to what that moment is at the moment yeah um we might be after december the 20th yeah um, so it's going to be very interesting to see yeah. how that plays out yeah if she has done that you know all yeah. credit to her you know they're trying to they're trying to keep an air of mi- an air of mystery about the film and i think that's the right thing to do yeah, um, yeah. yeah. they've done pretty well um in my opinion in, in in keeping things slightly close to their chest recently in terms yeah. of the star wars trailers and yeah. i think that's a good thing yeah um, it just so, gets people it gets people fever pitch right like um free. you know that level of anticipation is just ridiculous because we've had almost nothing really we've had 90 seconds that's it less than 90 seconds of footage yeah, and, and a handful of photographs and nothing else. So it's like, oh my god, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting strategy and it's definitely working from my point of view, anyway. Yeah, and we've you know we've had we've had no merchandise announced. Mm. We've seen nothing. Um, the merchandise is actually a, a month later than it has been in previous years. Yeah, so, and usually you're and you're yeah you're usually first in line for that kind of stuff as well because um, you you guys get to see this stuff. Way before we do. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying anything more than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right. I, I mean, I, in terms of that photo, uh, just going back to whether anything's been removed, I, oof, I don't know. I don't know. I, um, but regardless, anyway, if you haven't seen That's this Vanity Fair shoot, them. check it out. Yeah. Sorry? You could have just separated and moved them further apart from each other. Yeah, yeah. Or they could actually just be at that distance and, yeah. you know, in the next frame, they've taken, you know, a wide step forward and are yeah. uh, clashing lightsabers. Who knows? Yeah, agree. agree. Yeah. But one thing's for sure, I can't wait to see that on the big screen with all the, oh. the rain and the, oh God, the drama of that shot is just incredible. Yeah. And obviously, I think a big thing with the trailer was uh, Billy D having Billy, Billy D back on yeah. screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Off and, you know, just feels very much he feels very much at home and he makes us feel very much like we're home yeah yeah the the nostalgia is definitely strong with this one Absolutely. um yeah in fact that's probably one thing that was it missing i think maybe it was a little bit missing from the last jedi stuff not, not that that's necessarily a bad thing or a good thing um but like you know the force awakens stuff was all about pushing your nostalgia buttons yeah. and uh you know jj being he's he is essentially the king of pastiche and he and he loves that sort of he's almost like a bit of a hangover uh, or so sorry not a hangover but um 
you know, a modern day version of somebody just plucked out of like the seventies and the eighties and, you know, the, how he deals with pastiche and nostalgia. He really knows how to control that stuff. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, okay. So in the trailer, let's see where, I, yeah, I'd almost forgotten about Billy D. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, gratuitous shot of the Falcon, which is fantastic. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, um, Chewie sort of punching the air, which is like, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we see? Okay, so like, the, all right, that um, that slam, that Kylo Ren, yes. that moody um, forest sequence. Mm-hmm. He's got troopers in the background. I think you see one, at least one or two uh, in those depths of field, and he, and he just slams that dude. And you know that lightsaber. At least that that hilt, the uh, the cross guard bit, is yep. in that dude. Oh, absolutely. Or Judette. I don't know. I couldn't tell the gender. But yeah, <laughs> what did you make of that shot? It seemed pretty heavy going because I, I can't nice. I can't really remember the last time I've seen um, Star Wars characters being that physical with each other. You know, aside from maybe Obi Wan and Anakin at the end of Revenge of the Sith, where they're actually sort of grappling and stuff. But and some I don't know. Time- up, I think, but beyond yeah. that, the hand-to-hand thing—you don't really see it, right? No, no, not at all, really. I mean, we saw some of it in the Clone Wars, yeah, uh, in the in the animated TV series. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, it, I think it's good to see. I think it's it shows that these people are real, yeah. And um, obviously, he's 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 very very frustrated. I mean, we see him also. We see him gluing gluing his helmet back together. Yeah, or do we actually? Do is we? that him? Yeah, because uh, again, something that I only picked up on after a good couple of viewings was that that hand didn't quite look. Mm-hmm. It looked like a creature, right? I think it's got hair on it and stuff. Unless he's just become really hairy. <laughs> Unless Kylo Ren has just gone super hairy after he becomes supreme leader. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. I, th- I think again. It's it's so difficult to pick these moments out and mm. try and accurately guess or to surmise what's going on from the trailer because the trailers are so difficult yeah. sometimes to to pinpoint and we don't know what what effects are going to be added or what hasn't been added what hasn't been yeah. done. Yeah. Um, exactly. I think, but it's great to speculate. I mean, oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I think it make it to me it makes um, a lot of sense actually to show Kylo Ren being that physical because. You know, one uh, you could argue that this is a bit of a problem, but in the last two films, both times he's been defeated. Yeah. So if he is meant to be this formidable foe, um, but every time we see him, he's just getting beaten by the girl. That sense of um, uh, danger or urgency it, when they meet up, uh, it goes right. It's, yeah. it's, you yeah. kind of desensitize that a bit because you think, ah, oh, well, she's won the last two times. Yeah. Ooh, I, you know. Yeah. So I think to show that actually. Look at this guy. He is big. He is strong. He's clearly pissed off. Yep. He means business. He can grab this guy at full pelt and just slam him into the ground. You know, I think Ray might have her work cut out for her this time. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Don't yeah. disagree. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. So celebration ride. So you've seen the teaser now for the second time. So everything's kind of over by this point, right? So yep. the the uh, the guys have all been out on stage. Um, the the t- trailer's been rolled twice. The big uh, emperor reveal is there. 
Yep. How were you feeling at the end? What was the energy like in the room? Oh, the once energy, those lights went down. It was uh, oh, went up, sorry. Yeah, it, it was it was really, really everyone is is buzzing. Everyone's talking about the name. What do we think of the name? What does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Um everybody's asking questions of each other. Like yeah. suddenly we've all got these answers and you know, we don't and we're all in the same boat. So we're all asking each other the same questions yeah. and we're trying to guess pretty much exactly what we've just done. But yeah, you know, it's 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 everyone's very excited. Everyone yeah. is is trying to think about what this could mean uh, and how it's going to play out. Yeah. Uh, and some people just want to go and see the trailer again. So some people have already got their phones out and trying to watch the trailer again because right. they need to see it again. They need to just understand certain things or think that they can understand certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Was it even, I can't remember. It did drop online pretty it was quick, it was right? it was instant yeah no it was instant yeah okay because i remember that weekend um i was at my niece's wedding we were out in oxford and i was just sat there thinking oh man i swear if i miss this freaking trailer you know what i mean like you, you kind of want to see it at the same time or yep. as close to it actually being revealed as you possibly can you know, i don't want to wait around and i don't know start getting whatsapp messages from people saying oh what did you think what about this bit and that bit and i'm like yep. no oh, i haven't seen it yet <laughs> So when did you see it? Um, oh no, I saw it. Yeah, almost, uh, almost immediately. I had the phone on the ready, man. Um, so yeah, uh, sorry, young niece. Um, I was paying attention at the wedding, but at the same time, I was, you know, I was multitasking. I was multitasking. It was, it was late in the evening at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was. Um, yeah, I saw it round about. I'm sure. I yeah, I didn't wait too long. I saw it that same day. Um, I think we got back to the room. Uh, in between, was it in between the wedding and the reception, or maybe we were at the reception? I can't remember now. I think wasn't it about six? I can't remember. That, yeah. that that means we must have been at the reception. I think we were in the room though when I saw it. No, okay. okay. I think we were. Yeah. So maybe we just got to the reception late. Oh, <laughs> anyway, uh, less we say about that, the better. Um, yeah. cool. Yeah, that I I can uh I can really imagine what DMG must have been like. Oh man. Okay, so then uh, how do you deal with the rest of the show after having experienced the, you know, the episode nine panel? Like, did, did everything else just seem like, well, Well, no, uh, there's still so much going on. I mean, the following day yeah. we had um, the Galaxy's Edge panel. Mm-hmm. And I was personally, I was, I was a little bit disappointed about that because there wasn't really any major new information. Okay. And, um, as nice as it was to see some videos, see some more footage and to see the park and see yeah. some, some funny skits uh, with stuff. Um, yeah. It didn't really give us an awful lot more. The biggest reveal during that panel is that we got to learn that um, uh, Coca-Cola were bringing um, their water, Coke, Diet Coke and 7-Up to the park in brand new bottles using um, Oribesh writing and stuff, which was, which was uh, really okay. Um, and then they announced that they were giving everybody who was there a free Coca-Cola Urubesh t-shirt, which was really nice. Oh, nice. Oh, sick. That's cool. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that yet. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that was pretty uh, nice. Oh, but there wow, was, okay. there wasn't an awful lot of, of, of new content. Okay. But nevertheless, it, it was still a great panel. Um, yeah. It wasn't, obviously wasn't as good as um, the previous day's panel, which was uh, yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. But it was good. And I yeah. think it got everybody very much pumped up for Galaxy's Edge. 
which yeah. at that point was still you know six eight weeks away yeah and um we're going to talk about galaxy's edge in a bit because you've been oh, so yeah. i'm excited to hear um about your experience but um okay before we do that though uh all right so you had the galaxy's edge panel um the mandalorian panel now look i'm not going to lie <laughs> i usually avoid all this dodgy cam stuff you know you get this leaked footage and all that mm-hmm. um i haven't done any of that kind of naughty legal stuff in a very very long time but this time i just could not resist I searched because I thought that it would have been widely available, much like the Episode 9 trailer. It wasn't, but I did come across a couple of links somewhere uh, that had those first, was it six minutes almost? Yeah, I think so. So tell me. I mean, and this is, you know, Dave Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Mm. Filoni is, um, I think, the current steward of Star Wars. Mm. Um, He was taught, he worked alongside Lucas for almost 10 yeah. years yeah. um he gets it he gets us he yeah. is a star wars fan through and through yeah and uh, working alongside him with john favreau who is also very much a star wars fan yeah and um you know you can see the two of them it's like you know kids playing in a sandpit the two of them they're yeah having an amazing amazing time and dave's sitting there and they're having this chat and they're talking and dave's sitting there doing sketches as you nice, do. yeah. He can, and he can draw, man. The guy's, oh, uh, he's a very good artist. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Again, everyone is really, really excited for this. Uh, people didn't really know what to expect. We'd only seen one or two stills at this point. Yeah. And the then, beautiful stills, though, Jesus. That, that oh, shot amazing. of him, uh, the Mandalorian in the armor, the yeah. color, every, oh, man. I mean, it looks glorious. Yeah. And then to, to get some footage and to see the first six minutes, which again has got so many nods to Star Wars fandom going right back to the beginning, to the cantina and yeah. to, to, to everything else, gonk droids and you name it, they've managed to get it in there. And Filoni's, you know, adamant is going to get in every single little, little thing he <laughs> can to make this feel as real and um, honoring the original Star Wars as much as possible. And it looks and feels and sounds great. Yeah. See, that's the thing. When you watch all this dodgy stuff, I mean, you can't really gauge. You don't get an idea of what it really looks like. Well, you get some idea, but not the full effect. And certainly nothing in terms of the the sound, you know, because these are people sort of sitting in the front row at an angle or something, recording on their, you know, mobile phone and... You know, it's it's really not it's really not the way to do it. But um, to tell tell me though, because I've only still seen that dodgy footage of it, um, a dodgy version of it rather. I, I, I imagine the the actual footage isn't out, right? We'll never see that until the actual show drops. Well, I'm not sure. I think that bearing in mind this is Disney bringing out their own uh, channel or their own, yeah, you know. Streaming service, proper. yeah, streaming service, Disney yeah. Plus is is a big deal, and I think yeah. that they have got to do a huge job in selling this. Mm. And um, I think post D twenty three, which is the end of August, yeah. um, in the run up to November, I think they will have to put out some extended footage of things to yeah. to whet people's appetites. Yeah, and um, if I was them, I would put this six minute trailer out or this mm. first six minutes of the show because I think that will help sell the service. Yeah. 
And so what you saw was good. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And they need to do that. They need to do that because I think there's so much competition out there at the moment with Netflix and Amazon and this one and Hulu and Sky and everything else that's there. And Apple now as well. Yep. Apple joining yeah. joining as well. So, so so I think they've got to do that. And I would argue that they've got probably more content than anybody else, especially yeah. with the uh, with the Fox buyout. They've got every episode of The Simpsons. They've got all the alien films. They've yeah. got, you know, you name it. They've pretty much got it. Yeah, it is amazing, actually. They practically own every franchise that I love. Yep. God. Yeah, it's all about Monopoly, huh? Yeah, um, yeah was it the, the only things that they couldn't get to stop them from actually becoming a Monopoly was... Uh, sure. Was it was the sports thing? Is there is there a Fox Sports Channel, ESPN, or something? Yeah, they had to sell some of the Fox Sports. They had to sell some of the news channels. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're finished in buying stuff personally. Yeah. I was having this conversation yesterday with uh, with with some other people, and I I genuinely feel that there's one or two other assets that they want in their portfolio, and I would imagine that they'll go out and get them mm. with, yeah. within a few years. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm I'm there, man. I I I've been bowing to the mouse overlord for years now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I will happily continue to do so. Um, okay, so the Mandalorian. Let's uh, let's see. You've seen the first six minutes. Um, how did that panel and the reveal of all of that footage and everything? How did that sort of compare to um, Rise of Skywalker? Did that sort of was that? I'm guessing. I'm guessing that must have been quite welcome then after Gax's Edge. If if, if you weren't particularly, yeah, it uh, was. I mean, it was. It, uh, I hate to use the same word again, but it, yeah. it very much infuses your interest in Star Wars. Yeah, and it was very much on a very very similar level to for me mm. for the Rise of Skywalker. Because yeah. on one hand, they're taking the beloved Skywalker uh, films away from us. Yeah, episode nine, and then on the other hand, they're giving us the Mandalorian. And although it's not been announced, we know that they're in pre-production on season two. Mm. And, you know, we know that this is going to go on. So, you know, you're, you're taking with one hand and giving this amazing gift with, with another yeah. hand from yeah. amazing visionaries who are huge Star Wars fans. So yeah. how can you not be enthused? How can you not be excited for this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Fabro and, and Filoni are just um, amazing, amazing storytellers. I thought the second season had been announced. As in, as in not? What am I thinking of? I don't think it has. I, I, okay. I think they, they may have alluded to it, but I don't think there's been an official announcement yet. Right, okay, okay. Uh, let's say no more on that then. No. Um, so, okay, let's see. So you've got the Mandalorian. You've seen these first six minutes. How how do those how are those six minutes? Without without giving anything away, just in case, you know, people are, they want to, well, I mean, look, guys, if you, if, whoever's listening to this, <laughs> Uh, you know, spoilers, I suppose. But I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're listening to this. My assumption is you've already you already know what's there, right? Somebody did. Wasn't there a transcript of the footage? Yeah, there was. Uh, out there somewhere. Yeah. But um, okay. So tell me. All right. So let's just talk freely, actually. So if you don't want to know anything about the Mandalorian uh, footage, uh, skip ahead by like five minutes or something. Um, spoilers. You have been warned. Uh, Okay, they're all gone now. They've left. I just heard the door shut. Uh, James, the, those six minutes. So we get to 
we, we get introduced to some characters mm-hmm. who we don't necessarily understand where they fit in just yet. Yep. Um, but it plays out, and um, we know that they're after something, and we're not told what that thing is. And by the end of the six minutes, we still don't know what that thing is, but we know that um, this person has been set on a on a course to try and get this thing. And we don't know whether this is a an object or a person yeah. or a being. Right. And it's 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 very mysterious, and we get to see uh, stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. And, and an imperial entanglement or two, uh, <laughs> and it's 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 played out very slowly is the wrong word. Yeah, it's like a um, beat for beat. Yeah, it's how would I? I don't know. It's 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 like a chess game. Yeah. So every move that's going on is being done carefully and with a lot of thought. Mm. And the show hasn't got going yet, so they're, yeah. they're, they're they're taking their time and they're introducing you to everything that's around you, the environments, the people, the costumes, the look, yeah. feel, and you get this amazing chance to take all of this in during that six minutes. Yeah, and then so, just when you think it's beginning to get going, yeah. stop. Oh, is that right? No, yeah, really? I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because he's at the table. Okay, so like, um, I'm trying to. It's been a while since I saw this, so I'm trying to remember. Um, but you've got he's on a desert planet, right? It yep. looks like a desert planet. Uh, it could be Tatooine. We don't know, right? They don't reveal no. where they are, do they? No, we don't. Okay, know, yeah. right. Okay, so it's it's got this sort of um, uh, a very sort of Tatooine, Mos Eisley, Mos Espa kind of feel about it. Uh, in fact, a bit more maybe Mos Espa, to be honest, because yeah. there's like stalls and it's got a bit of a Moroccan kind of vibe, right? Yeah. 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 And he's, and you see some characters walking through an interior. There's even like a, there's a, what was the salacious uh, B. Crumbs um, a species? Uh, you see one of those guys. Monkey hanging around. Yeah, you see him, right? He, he's sort of faffing around somewhere in the foreground um but it's got a proper western feel when i saw that i thought straight away yeah this is man with no name sort Mm -hmm. of stuff isn't Mm -hmm. it very much um so that that's actually kind of very much like the the stills we've seen because the the stills show that don't they i think they do Uh, it's got that environment he is he a bounty hunter we don't really know because I got that impression. I thought, right, I got so this... I got... Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would assume that he's somebody that you hire to mm. do things. I mean, he could be a smuggler, I guess. Yeah. In in the same way that Ham was. Yeah. But I, I, I do get the impression that he's delivered people. And, um, yeah, I mean, a bounty hunter is probably the right. The right. Yeah. Bit transporter-ish, almost. Yeah. Although he didn't realise he was carrying a a person but or did he right. i don't know i can't remember but anyway yeah okay so that that's quite exciting and we and what there was no reveal of the macguffin we have no idea what no. the macguffin is not true. um but there is but, a... okay and he meets up with a bunch of dodgy gangster type people around yep. the table that felt really almost yeah like a uh that felt very cantina-ish in terms of yeah you know, yeah yeah <laughs> And uh, and just to place it as well in terms of the timeline, when you mentioned the stormtroopers, we're seeing um, imperial stormtroopers. So Absolutely. this is how many years post Return of the Jedi? 
Well, not even years, right? Is it like weeks or something post Return of Jedi? I've heard different things. So I think it's I think it's a year or so after Return of the Jedi. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so do you, do you know if they is is there an official word on it? We don't know, right? There is no, there is, and I'm just trying to yeah. think when that is. Um, I'm, um, it'll come back to me in a second. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. But um, yeah, just to sort of um, really place it, it is uh, it's post Return of Jedi, pre Force Awakens, but it's very much um, you know post uh, Emperor Palpatine for kind of stuff. Yeah, I, it's 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 definitely after the fall of the Empire, and it's before yeah. the First Order. Um, yeah. 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 I think it's I think it's I think it's five six years after Return of the Jedi, to be honest. Oh wow, okay. No, it's years. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. All right. So it is years and years. Okay. Fine. That actually, that's still. um, I find that quite interesting as well because I want to see that. um, I want to see that time period on screen. You know, because previously we've only really and correct me if I'm wrong, but we've really only ever seen it in comics and novels and stuff, right? Or seen it rather in comics, like where you got um, Dark Empire and all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't exist anymore. Supposedly. Yeah, legends. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, yeah, I wonder if they'll borrow any elements from that though for this. It would be interesting mm-hmm. to see what they do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay. I mean, all right. I know I was saying sort of spoilers, um, mm-hmm. but like it, it's, it's difficult because they were trying to recall something we saw a while ago. Yeah. Um, and B, yeah, it again, it's it's clever in that it doesn't reveal a massive mm-hmm. amount. It's enough to hook you in. Exactly. Exactly, and that's why I genuinely feel that that Disney need to put it out there because yeah. I think I think it will get people um, excited and people wanting to know more. And the only place you're going to be able to see this is on Disney Plus. So I think yeah. uh, they need to sell sell the service. Yeah. Now, did you notice anything about the music? Because I can't remember any of that. Um, they had a score, right? There was music there. There definitely was music, but I, I didn't take it all in, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, yeah. I was more interested in the footage, and we only saw the footage once. Um, oh, and as, as you said, some of the uh, the places where it's available don't really show off the music that well. No, yeah, that's a shame. Because um, I'd be interested to see what kind of um, score they've they've given it. Um, if it even is a score, like, uh, you know, is it going to be a Williams score? Are they going to try something completely different i think they'll use little bits of of mm. of the williams score yeah um as they've done in all, all the tv series and things but i think mm. the main score will be new and different yeah which i think um, they need to do yeah so. absolutely uh, yeah especially if if you know we associate john williams score with skywalkers and i think yeah it's time to sort of yeah move beyond all that and that means yeah exploring different themes and yeah styles and stuff oh man i'm so excited i cannot wait for the autumn i know summer has literally only just got here for us but you know what i mean i kind of want to fast forward and just like it's only a few few months now i know i know i know it's so close so close i can taste it and (sighs) next month i think we'll find out i think we'll find out some more stuff at yeah yeah, I'm excited for. I hope there is something at San Diego as well, though. I really do. I really do I hope we get to see there'll something. There'll be any Star Wars content at San Diego. Um, you don't think there won't no, be? 
Lucasfilm have got their pavilion there, obviously. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of announcements in terms of product stuff, but I think okay. they'll save stuff for D20, for D23, personally. Okay. All right. I suppose that makes sense. Oh, damn it. Okay. So we just got to wait a little bit longer. A little bit longer. Yeah. Okay. So um, we've covered the uh, Episode 9 stuff, um, Galaxy's Edge, Mandalorian. Now, we'd be remiss if we missed out, I guess, the fifth and final day of uh, the show, which was dedicated to Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Yeah. So this was a celebration of the 20th anniversary of the film's release. Mm. And, um, you know, we got to see some of the big names from the film, although some of the biggest names were missing. Okay, Um, like who didn't show up? Liam Neeson, George Lucas. George Lucas didn't come at all? No. He sent a video message. Oh, um, yeah, right, okay. It was about a minute long, which I have to say I was... Um, I was underwhelmed by. Okay. Because it was shot on a film. Uh, sorry, it was shot on a phone. Okay. And when they announced Celebration a year out, they yeah. had a year to go and do something mm. and talk about the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And to maybe get a hold of Liam, to maybe get a hold of Ewan. Yeah. And personally, I look. The panel was great, and it was amazing yeah. to reminisce. And it was great to see everybody really, really enthused about the prequels. So yeah. That was a huge tick in a box for me. I was yeah. just disappointed that we didn't get to hear from Liam, Ewan, and a bit more from George. Yeah. In mind that we know what they can do for an anniversary. You know, when we had the 40th anniversary, mm-hmm. of the new, they pulled out every single stop. We yeah. had everyone from Lucas to Harrison to John Williams. You name it, we had it. Yeah. And I just felt that this was just a little bit... Um, there was some stuff that that I felt was was missing, and yeah. having a year to put this together to get a to get a video recorder in front of Ewan or Liam, yeah, surely over over a year can't be that difficult to achieve. Yeah, probably probably not. But I mean, I can on, from the actor's point of view, I can kind of understand why they might and not have year, been well, too. Oh, yeah, well, sorry. she wasn't there, right? No, she wasn't. No. But I'm surprised that Lucas, that I have to say, I'm, I'm not too surprised about the actors sort of not um, finding the time or even, you know, wanting to. But, um, yeah, I'm surprised George Lucas didn't do more. But, okay, I mean, c'est la vie. Let's, let's, let's talk about the uh, more positive aspects. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so the panel, um, how was it? What was the atmosphere like? Was it just as packed as all the others? wasn't as packed as the others, okay. but it was packed. Yeah. Um, I think I think the problem was is that because it was a Monday, a lot yeah. of people had gone back to work. They hadn't they hadn't been able to take the time off of you know to to extend their stay. Yeah. So people had left. Um, yeah. But n- nevertheless, it it was a great panel and it was really nice to reminisce and to see um, you know Ahmed Best who plays Jar Jar mm-hmm. come on stage and get a huge cheer. Um, so, you know, things like that. And also to to remember that the first time we ever had our first celebration was because of The Phantom Menace. So here yeah. we are 20 years later and we're celebrating The Phantom Menace, but we're also celebrating the 20th anniversary of Celebration as well. So it was it was a really, really nice thing yeah. to do. And um, I think people were, 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 were really, really happy about it. And I think they did a great job. 
and you know and Anthony Daniels, Warwick Davis, Ian Dermid, Ray Park, yeah. um, John Knoll. I mean, it was it it was a really really good panel. Yeah, uh, Doug Chang. It was it, it. I just felt it it lacked three key characters from the film. Yeah, uh, and George. Yeah, yeah. And I just came away from there thinking it just needed that little bit. A little bit more, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, God. Uh, speaking of Ahmed Best, though, I remember the build-up to this. Um, I think people were sort of saying online that, you know, they, they hope he's, I think, maybe before he was announced or maybe after it was announced. I can't remember. But people were sort of saying, I hope he gets a standing ovation. And people, I hope people are good to him and stuff because of oh, the issues. Yeah. And, yeah, from what I hear, he did get a standing ovation, right? Yep, he did. He did. And, and... You know, I think people were really, really pleased that he came, and mm. I think he was incredibly enthused that he did come. And uh, I think, I think, I hope he's in a very different place now. Yeah. And I think Star Wars fans have changed their opinion of him, and maybe yeah. even of the film to a certain extent. Yeah, I think I think so too. Um, from the limited things that I've seen uh, online, I mean, I do I, I delve less so these days because you know all this. Uh, over the past sort of year and a half, whatever, all this toxic fandom stuff um, yeah. and just general negativity on the internet, I've just kind of thought, you know, I, I, I don't need to read or see any of this garbage. Um, you know, so the episodes one, two, and three are always going to have a special place in my heart. I look at them now through such a nostalgic um, lens. It's ridiculous, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, and Ahmed Best, I mean, we, he's he holds a particular... A soft spot in this household because of his work in mocap and Artie's experience with mocap and stuff you know she was in terms of influences she was always looking at his stuff initially um well his and um andy circus obviously those yep. two were the sort of big names and and it's it is a bit of a shame that um ahmed best doesn't get quite the same level of recognition because in terms of performance i mean look this guy he can manipulate his voice he, he's a great physical actor he does the the comedy the you know he knows how to handle um a mocap suit i mean this guy he, he was a pioneer right absolutely and 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 he needs to get that credit mm. and I, just because some people didn't particularly like the character doesn't mean that he didn't give a great performance he didn't mm. help pioneer this stuff because yeah without him you know i think some of the characters you know as you've said you know some of the characters that artists brought to life and others um, other friends that we've got, you know, wouldn't have been able to do it without the work that he pioneered. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was quite lucky. I'm got, um, I was quite lucky because uh, our friend Katie was uh, signing at Celebration, so I, I sent yeah. my um, my uh, sacred uh, issue of Cinefix, uh the episode one issue with Jar Jar on the cover, off with her, mm -hmm. and uh, and she got me his autograph on it. I was like, yes, awesome, yes. Um, yeah, which is very nice. Yeah, the, he. I think he was. That was the closest I got to celebration. I think, and obviously talking to you guys about it. But um, yeah, that was cool. I w in fact, I would have been probably. Yeah, I would have tried to get front row in that panel because uh, and seeing it was a great panel. Yeah, seeing Doug Chang. Mm -hmm. So they were all out there yep. on stage at once. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So how did they handle? Because you had. Wait. So you had. Uh, artists, you had conceptual guys, you had so mixing they, with actors. How how did they structure it? So they brought out the conceptual guys and the and the the effects guys first. They had a chat with them about what they did. Okay. Then they brought out the good guys, 
okay. and then brought out the bad guys. Um, oh, and then, right, okay. Which was, you know, so I mean, it was done very, very cleverly and sympathetically mm. so that everyone had a, a chance to shine. Yeah. Um, and Warwick, I, I think Warwick is, is a great host. Yeah. He obviously knows his material very, very well, and he 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 ensures that he's got it and he hits yeah. the right beat every time. And uh, I think Warwick is a great host, and you know I love him to bits. And uh, he held it all together. He asked the right questions, and he got the best out of the guests. Yeah, wicked. Is that um is that panel online? Can we see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all online. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I think I need to revisit because I've only seen again. I've only seen it in clips. So mm. like one minute here, two minutes there. Uh, it would oh, be nice to just get it. stuck into the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Definitely worth watching. Awesome. Oh, man. I've got real, yeah, real FOMO. Building up to Celebration, I had such FOMO. It was ridiculous. Um, but thankfully, you know, I've got guys like yourself who can tell me tell me about it. I can kind of live it through you guys. Uh, so, no, okay. That, Sorry, Gunn. That those are just the four main panels. You know, there's loads mm. of other things that are going on. And there's so much content from Rebels and Clone Wars and yeah. um, Lego and Hasbro and you name it. You know, everything is celebrated in its own way. Yeah. Resistance. Amazing. Resistance. Yeah, right. Okay. So, you know, what? I haven't. God, I tried watching it. I started it. And I think I saw the pilot and then it just fell off the radar. I mean, I don't know if. I guess I just got busy, but uh, we can quickly talk about it. So what did they do for uh, Resistance? They had the actors there, didn't they? They They had the actors there, and the actors came out on stage, and then they showed the very first episode of Season 2. They showed the full episode? They showed the full episode, which is only 22 minutes. Yeah, but still, okay. All right, but actually, hang on. I don't know why I'm acting so surprised, because... (laughs) They've done that before Thank with you. Rebels and yeah, okay. So, all right. So, how did you get to see that? Um, I did, but they've asked us to remain at, if we can as spoiler free as we can. Okay, okay. So, oh, there's an uh, embargo on that. Okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. Okay. There are, so res- there, there are some people out there that, that have talked about it, but. Um, right, okay. So, you're not going to find out about it here, people. If you want to learn about Resistance uh, Season 2, go to the. Uh, dodgy corners of the interwebs oh actually don't go there no no no, don't go there i am not advocating that at all um okay so resistance fine um are you enjoying the show Uh, look it for what it is yes yeah i mean it isn't it isn't the clone wars um but but it was never meant to be that um it's got some great interesting characters that i'm i'm interested genuinely interested to see how they um um go on within the star wars galaxy and um, it'd be great to see how it plays out. So for what it is, yeah. and it's very much a kids' show. I yeah, I was going to say, it's got a younger vibe, right? That's the only very... thing I really noticed about it. Yeah, and that was always the intent. That was, you know, the intent from day one. Right. And as long as you go into it knowing that, yeah. then I, personally, I think it's great. Cool. Okay, so I, that's, uh, that's uh, on my to-do list, firmly on my yeah. to-do list, I need to I need to start hitting resistance properly, because yeah. um, Rebels was fantastic, and, you know, yeah, I need to see it. Um, okay, so you mentioned on the, what was it, the second day, no, second day? Third day was Galaxy's Edge. Now, yes. you have been, the soft opening was, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? So, um, it opened to, it opened to um, people that were lucky, fortunate enough to have reservations on the 31st of May. Okay. Uh, 
on June 24th, it's, it's now open to, to anyone and everyone. Okay. And this is all in Anaheim at Disneyland. Opens in Disney World on August 29th. Okay. Um, so I was fortunate enough to be invited by Disney and Lucasfilm to go out there for the media opening. Okay. Which was on the 29th and 30th of May. This is nice. before the, um, the reservation period. Okay. And I was there uh, the evening that, you know, a few guests turned up. George Lucas, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Billy yeah. Dee, uh, Bob Iger. And they actually dedicated the, uh, the park to Peace Mayhew, which was incredible. Yeah. And uh, you can see that online as well. You can. I've, I've got a lump in my throat yeah. thinking about that. And I was standing a few feet away from Angie Mayhew at the time. Um, oh. I, I, I got to give her a huge, huge hug. And I think we'd be remiss not to just say that this past mm. weekend had the huge memorial in Texas for uh, um, for Peter, and yeah. Peter will be and is sorely missed yeah. as a as a huge ambassador for Star Wars for everything yeah. over the years. So, but yeah. yes, that was that was incredible, and that was very very special to uh, to see Harrison do that. Mm. But um, we, we we I turned up on the Wednesday, which is the 29th, um, okay. and they sat us down for an hour and they, they, um, Doug Chang and various other people talked us through various aspects of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And they walked, then they gave us lunch and then okay, they walked nice. us into the land. Wow. Um, okay. Via the back door, as it were. Okay. And one of the first things that we got to see as we walked through these two huge doors, which is not an entrance that the public uses. Yeah. We thought we were face to face with the Falcon. Oh. Gosh, and, and that's yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say that that and that's you know I've seen that seems to be the picture people take is uh, in front of the Falcon. But um, please, please continue. I mean, the Falcon is just anything and everything that you could possibly imagine. Mm. If you're fortunate enough to have been on set and to seen the Falcon on set, yeah, this takes it to another level because yeah. on set it's surrounded by walls. Yeah, it's surrounded by cameras and lights and other bits and pieces, so you know that it's not real. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas 100%. here, you're in a setting that, no matter where you look, you're surrounded by Star Wars. Yeah. The looks, the smell. Um, Smells. Yeah. The 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 tracks in front of you with droids and what you you are completely completely immersed in Star Wars. Okay. So we can finally find out what Star Wars smells like. That's the one thing that seems to be missing uh, all these years. But yeah, seriously, as you walk through the park, yeah, you will you will experience different smells of Star Wars. And it, as you're walking through the Smuggler's Run, the Millennium Falcon ride, yeah, you smell oil and you smell all those things that you think that you would smell. It, it's all there. It's crazy. Wow. Okay. Wow. Really, really crazy, but all positively crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's worth mentioning, I guess, that um, there is no uh, branding, right? Everything is in world, so it is total immersion. It's yeah. I mean, they've done they've done a superb job. So what they've yeah. basically done is that um, all the all the cast members have taken on a, a a Star Wars role, a role within the Star Wars galaxy. And they 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 are living that. So no matter what's happening, if you go and ask them a question, 
Yeah. Uh, excuse me, can you tell me where the, the toilets are or where the restrooms are? They yeah. look at you like you're mad. Yeah, so, right. I've heard after, about that. Yes, yeah, so after a few minutes, they finally realise that you're talking about refreshers. Um, okay. And then they will tell you where the, the nearest refreshers are. And even when you go into these restrooms or toilets, they are yeah. Star Wars themed. <laughs> even the toilets are themed and look like they've come out of a Star Wars film. Amazing. That means that they're going to be maintained, thankfully. No, they no are, smelly yeah. wee-wee everywhere. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> ah, plus point. That's great. Um, and you mentioned, so, but you have got, okay, so, like, I didn't realize this. I, you know, I thought, I knew you could buy products, you know, like food, uh, drink, you could buy, you know, stuff, knickknacks, whatever, collectibles and things. But it was all sort of in-universe stuff you mentioned earlier um you know big brands like well coke basically yes. but so they've they've redesigned their own branding but in orabash in in yes. star wars stuff so and symbols yeah so you, if you want uh, a coke yeah you go up to the uh to the counter and you say that you want a coke and they look at you like you're mad yeah. And then you have to explain <laughs> that you want this out-of-world drink. Okay. If you tell them that you want an out then they know completely what you mean. Uh, right. And then they say, well, which one do you want? And they show you, uh, they show you examples of which one you want. You choose the one that you want. Okay. Uh, they, they will much prefer you to have a, um, an on-planet drink, such as the okay. blue milk or the green milk. Okay. Um, but they will obviously sell you one of these drinks that appear to have been left there or have appeared from uh, somewhere from out of world so right. they uh, and they look like they're um, big thermal detonators they don't look like a coke bottle would look like um, oh right okay oh okay right so like more like a stormtrooper uh, thermal detonator that they yeah. carry on their back yeah okay yeah. not the circular things i was thinking wait no. what no 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 that's horrible that sorry yeah. no okay it's like so it's it's you know again it's completely in universe and it's been designed so that it fits within the universe that is mad i'm just thinking the amount of money that they would have spent yeah i wonder it's so expensive i mean (laughs) it has to be otherwise they'd be they'd go under within like weeks jeez that's incredible yeah fortune on this and i think it, it it was it was very telling because they asked George Lucas hadn't seen it. Okay. Until, oh, wow. Until the day before. Okay. And Bob Iger said to George, well, what do you think of the park? And, you know, George turns around and said, and you can hear this on the, on, on the videos that are online, is, is that it could have turned out very differently. And I think what George was thinking in his own mind probably was, it's a small world yeah. turned into Star Wars where it's garish and in your face and, you know, marketed to the nth degree. Yeah, yeah. And what you've got instead, which is obviously much, much better, is yeah. this amazing place that is completely in universe, that is yeah. not garish, that is not over the top. It is over the top, but in in the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been done in such as in in it's been done in a, in a sympathetic way to what we know Star Wars is. Yeah. And credit to Disney. I mean, you know. Universal did it with Potter. Uh, mm. Disney tried to do it with Avatar, and they succeeded in in a lot of ways. But yeah. they've taken this to another level, and it's just superb. And 
even there's only one place where you can look that you see something that it, something else in Disneyland. Otherwise, the minute you were in this park or part yeah. of the park, you wouldn't know that you were actually in Disneyland. Really? Well, so there is something. There's there's something in there that's not. Um, that's basically real world. Well, when you're when you're on the Smuggler's Run and you're looking out of a window, you yeah. can see the mountains of Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, I see. Oh, that's a freaking shame, isn't it? Oh. That's only if you if you know what you're looking at. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. But you know, that's the only fault that I can find. Yeah. That's a pretty niggly thing because that, that's a kind of blink and you'll miss it kind of thing as well, exactly, isn't it, really? Exactly. And you're, you know, you're standing in, in, in the line for the ride at that point and you're probably more interested in the Falcon. And it's only because I got to ride the ride four times that, yeah. I, you know, I probably noticed it and I took photos and then I saw in the photos that that's what it was. Um, right, okay. But, you know, that's, that's the only negative that I can actually find in terms of the look and feel. Incredible. You know, they've done it in such a way yeah. that, you know, everything's high and you can't see other stuff. Yeah. And you can't hear anything else. And I mean, it's the music again is incredible. You've got John Williams music, um, okay. which is stunning. And he's written this, you know, this brand new uh, symphony for the park that's, that's playing. And you're hearing ships go speeding past and um, yeah. you're hearing different chatter. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. I, I, I heard about the sound design. Like, uh, I appreciate, you know, the music. They're just playing it. It's not, so it's not all source music. They are playing music as it kind of appears in the films and TV shows, you know, slightly detached. Is that right? Um, yeah, but so you don't notice things. it. Right, so, okay. So, so as you're walking from, as you're walking down the path from Disneyland um, into Batu, yeah. you're, you're hearing this, this, this new John Williams music. But okay. when you're immersed inside, you're hearing sights and sounds and you're hearing chatter and you're hearing the first okay. order of resistance and you don't really notice anything else. Right, so okay. it's done in a very, very clever way that it yeah. doesn't take you out of anything. And the ships you mentioned, um, so like you hear all the ships because there's just speakers everywhere, right? Absolutely. So it literally sounds like this thing is flying overhead even though Correct. you don't see it. Correct, correct. Incredible. Oh, man. Yeah, more more FOMO. I really need to. I really need to be there. You have to go. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's you know, and th then you've got the cantina, and you've got Zavis where you can make a lightsaber, and you can build a droid. Yeah, and you can go shopping, and you can adopt a creature. You can. You can adopt a creature. What? Like they give you a certificate or something? Yeah. No. So if you if you want to go and uh, buy a monkey lizard, or if you right. want to go and buy a loft cat, they yeah. will that you are adopting that creature and they'll give you a cage for it to go in. Okay. And um, you, that they're not selling it to you that you are adopting it. If that makes sense. So okay. it's just a cute way of, um, of doing it. And then as you, yeah. as, as you're leaving Batu and you're going back into Disneyland, yeah. people, the, the, the Disney cast members will ask whether you've been through customs with that creature. So you've physically got a thing with you. You've got a cage and what, like yeah. a plush toy or something? Yeah. It's a, it's a cardboard cage and okay. inside you've got this adopted creature. Okay. And then you have to drop it off, do you? No, no, no. It's yours. It's yours. Oh, okay, okay. But, they, but, but because you're going off world when you go yeah. to the two and then you're coming back to Disneyland, some yeah. of the cast members will, will joke with you. 
hope you've taken that through customs. Right, okay, okay. So, you know, they're just keeping up. The whole pretense is being kept up the whole time. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God, I love it. Um, Which is great, because yeah. they've never really done that in such an immersive way before. Yeah. I think the cl- the only thing I can really think of um, where, it's, where I've experienced anything like that was... Uh, uh, was it Alien War or whatever it's called back in the uh, early to mid nineties in Trocadero, and it was right. uh, yep. James Cameron's Aliens. Yep. But, um. Or yeah. I mean that that was that was pretty amazing. But even sometimes the cast would just like break character. Or I remember once we I think it was the second time I was in there. You get into this lift and it's as if you're as if it's taking you down. And uh, it was me, two of my friends, and then these two uh, girls from I think they were from France or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were just so scared. They were crying. They were in tears to the point where they were um, hysterical. So the Marine, who's, you know, he's saying, you know, he's telling you the mission. He's saying, you know, the, 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 the place is under siege. We've got to get to this, to the other side. We've got to get to the shuttle to get away. And it's the only way we're going to live. And because the, these two girls were so hysterical, he, he had to sort of break character, say, okay, okay it's okay, I'll, I'll let you out. And he presses the button and the doors open and you're still on that same level, wow. you know, in the foyer and they had to go out. And I was like, well, oh, what the fuck? Anyway, but uh, yeah, I love it. I, I don't envy um, the jobs these actors have to do, in, like staying in character the entire time oh, and dealing with, but there was obviously nothing like that. These guys were fantastic. Is that right? Uh, very, very much so. I mean, and everyone is having a great time and yeah. you see Ray walking around and you see stormtroopers walking around and they'll come up to you if, if you're wearing a, a resistance badge and, you know, they'll yeah. growl at you or they'll say something derogatory to you. But it's all, you know, it's, it's great. That is amazing. And, you know, there's, there's not, I mean, it, I was, I did 11 hours over two days in the park. Uh, oh, and I managed to to see everything. I I, I wasn't able to do everything. I haven't built a lightsaber yeah. yet. Um, okay. But it was just an amazing, amazing experience. And I'm I'm going to Disney World in in August. So I'm looking forward to to seeing that. And I, from everything we've been told, it's it's pretty much identical. Um, right. It has two entrances, whereas the park in Disneyland has three entrances. But okay. that's you know pretty much the only the only difference so i'm 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 so looking forward to going back and you know to eating and drinking and sharing it with more friends and with my family as well this time yeah. it's it's an incredible place and um once the second ride opens later in the year yeah. and you know that th- there's so much scope there to do more as well um yeah. you can you know i've spotted empty buildings that haven't been used yet for things that you okay. know that they could do something with so yeah, okay. the potential is amazing, and I think that they've got the ability as well to grow the story. So yeah. we know we're on Batu. Batu's appeared in uh, um, two or three books already and some comics. But yeah. They've got so much scope to do things as as the timeline progresses beyond episode nine and more. So I think they've 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 really they've obviously thought about it so much, and they've worked. The Imagineers have worked hand in hand with Lucasfilm to to actually get this spot on. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, it, to, you know, latter, the, the latter end of last year, it kind of felt like Star Wars had, uh, had gone almost, um, well, less so maybe in this household, but uh, certainly, you know, talking to some people and, mm-hmm. and you kind of got that sort of sense that, oh, okay, people are less interested. But man, it sounds like Star Wars is properly back. 
It is well, back. Just think about it. We've got episode nine, yep. end of the year. We've got the Mandalorian. Yep. We've got the Clone Wars coming back. Oh yes. Oh my God. We forgot about that. Yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. We've got a Cassian Andor series that we don't really know anything about at the moment. Yep. We know there's another series in development as well, another live action series. Yeah. We've got Jedi Fallen Order, which looks incredible too. Yes, of course it does. Yeah, yeah, it looks incredible. So, with the greatest respect to all those naysayers, yeah, I think the future right now looks incredibly bright. We've yeah. got amazing content coming. Yeah. Actually, and so let's, um, yeah, I forgot about um, uh, Fallen Jedi. That, I've only seen that first trailer, but man, you kind of wish that that was its own film or something, right? Or like some hour-long mini-series, uh, yep. self-contained story. But um, Clone Wars, we completely forgot. So, okay, before I let you go, um, let's just quickly, yeah, recap. Um, so for those who uh, perhaps aren't aware, but... If you listen to this, I'm pretty sure you know more than I do. Uh, Clone Wars kind of um, just ended uh, to make way for Rebels after the Disney takeover. Uh, and now, what was it? La- what, did they announce it last summer? They announced it last summer at San Diego Comic Con. Yep, that Clone Wars is coming back. That's right. They brought back all the cast to celebrate 10 years of the Clone Wars. And at the end of it, they announced that uh, it was coming back to Disney Plus, again, to Disney streaming service. Yeah, and we're getting uh, um, um, a set number of episodes. Um, yeah. I'm very much of the belief that if these episodes go down well, that yeah, there there could be more. I mean, why wouldn't you make more? I think you know fans of our generation yeah. are more enthused about this particular TV series than anything. Yeah, else. yeah. And mm-hmm. I came I came late to Clone Wars. Actually, I didn't really right. see it at the time because I wasn't that. Um, I don't know for whatever reason I just wasn't uh, wasn't into it. But um, yeah, I, when I did get into it, Jesus, I binged it hard. Like it's, it's oh, some of those arcs are just uh, insane. And hopefully, I'll be talking about Mortis at some point um, down the line in this uh, series of the screen room. But um, yeah, God, it was so good. It was, it was, and so we're getting more. And um, we got to see a trailer. We got to see some clips, yeah. and the room was as packed as it was for the episode nine stuff. Really. Um, it was incredible, and again, Filoni and the cast got an amazing, amazing reception. And we all want more of this, you know. Yeah. We, we 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 are craving this show. Yeah. It's, we, I, we, I feel like we're so spoiled, man. We've got so much stuff, and it's just like more, more. And these poor, these poor buggers are just like, okay, okay, hang on, hang on, just give us a minute, and then they just like churn out the next amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> There is some amazing, amazing stuff coming, and I think we've got so much to be excited about and so much to talk about um, yeah. over the coming months and years. Yeah. I can't wait. No, I can't wait either. And I, I, I just look, I think the, the people that don't like Star Wars at the moment are, mm. are very much in the minority. They're yeah, yeah. Minority, but unfortunately, they, they seem to be more vocal on social media than mm. some of the others. Yeah, but I think we've just got to rise above it and, yeah. you know, deal with our own fandom in our own ways yeah. and just ignore it. Because the more we buy into it, the more we give them um, fuel, the yeah. more they're going to keep throwing out. And yeah. none of us are interested in that. I think we just got to 
enjoy Star Wars for what it is and for what we get out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, James, um, thank you so much for talking to me, man. Uh, yeah, this has been this has been fun. Will you come back in November? Uh, for a special series of episodes I'm going to do with a few people uh, leading up to episode nine. Absolutely. Yeah, Thank you, James. Absolutely. Cheers, buddy. Um, okay, so James, where can people find Jedi News as if they don't already know? <laughs> so Jedi News, Jedi News.co.uk or Jedi News.com. Um, on Twitter and Instagram is Jedi News UK. And on Facebook, it is Jedi News. Excellent. Uh, go check it out. I know I'm a little bit biased, but uh, it's a great site. Thank you very, very much for your time. I really, really appreciate talking to you. Cheers, James. Take care.